Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist, and your host. And on today's episode, we are discussing yesing. Highly sensitive people and survivors, we are at risk of our worlds becoming small. All of us are trying to maximize how peaceful and good and centered we feel in the world. And on our journeys, often we spend some time pulling away from the world to be able to rest, to restore, to figure out what's going on, what we need to do to have better boundaries within ourselves, within our dysfunctional family systems, within our dysfunctional work systems, to be able to take care of ourselves. Many of us are introverted. That part of who we are can often believe that it's a better idea to say no to things and just sort of not try with people. A lot of us have been very hurt by people. Our our hurt and our pain in this world didn't happen in a bubble. It happened because people either hurt us or they neglected us into some wounding. And that doesn't just go for outside in, that goes for inside out. With ourselves, we have often been self-abusive where we have neglected ourselves or neglected and rejected our intuitive selves. And figuring this out takes a lot of energy. So it makes some sense that we would pull away from the energy that the world sucks from us to be able to figure out our lives and best strategies. Often many of us from being very, very young have yesed for others, hello people pleasers, which means that we've had a lot of knowing with ourselves due to the burnout from our people pleasing. That may be another factor that causes us to sort of pull into ourselves and away from the world. A lot of us are confusing what I'm going to call risky risk with positive risk. Maybe we've made risks relationally in the past that haven't paid off, that have scared us about being able to walk forward into the healthy risk that it takes to have a good life. There's truth to no risk, no reward. So maybe what we're doing in a lot of ways is learning and healing 
to be able to trust ourselves to take positive risk and to trust ourselves to reject or say no to risky risk. And as a tribe, we tend to give embarrassment way too much clout. So I want to share a little story about my own yesing and what happened when I yesed, even though I didn't know what was going to happen or what it was I was yesing. This was maybe seven years ago. I had a teeny tiny little yoga studio adjacent to my therapy office. I loved this little place. I rented an old 1940s bungalow from someone who hadn't kept it up very nice. It's how I could afford it at the time. It was an old Southern house. It was so beat up. And I painted the outside of it turquoise. So I called it the turquoise house. And within this house, I had a little yoga studio. And in this little yoga studio, as people would come, some of the Lululemons would come. Lululemon, if you don't know what that is, it's sort of what I would call fancy yoga clothes. I didn't own any Lululemon clothes at the time. And Lululemon started coming to support studios. That's part of what they do in communities is they find yoga studios and gyms and they show up and they support them. So I was really grateful for it. And one of these Lululemon lovelies asked me to come participate in their Lululemon fashion show for Houston Fashion Week. Now, just like many of you, and I know that if you see me in public or you see me public speaking or I've done the moth before, or even if you're sharing a yoga class with me and the teacher invites us to say hello, you will see me do that with what seems like a lot of confidence and a lot of grace. And I don't want anybody to ever see that and assume that that's something natural in me. That's something that I have grown into. And the deep down truth of it is that each invitation for me to yes in these ways, I don't have a pure feeling of clarity on my yes or a yes without any sort of hitches in it. I do feel a little sense of my introverted part that goes, oh, no, ooh. I've learned that even though that feeling is there, because my introverted part is probably never going to be super excited about doing something in the public realm. The scared hurt part of me that remembers those hurts, it's never super, super excited that I'm going to take a vulnerable risk and tell someone hello or share my story. Or I even feel that when I sit down to record sometimes, though it's less and less and less each time I record something vulnerable. So I want you to know that as you're hearing my voice, as you're seeing me in the world, if you choose to do one of my courses or you see me in public, because I know that many of you out there struggle with being authentic. And in this healing work, there's a little bit of fake it till you make it that's got to be allowed. And we have to grow into what's good for us instead of what's comfortable. So when this Lululemon asked me to do this, I did this. I said yes, even though that part of me in the pit of my stomach was like, e, yeah, ooh, I don't know. What is that? And in that moment, I assumed that what she was asking me was that I would wear some yoga clothes and I would kind of hang out in front of the store with a bunch of other people who were in some yoga clothes hanging out in the front of a store. So with my huge assumption, I showed up for this event and I found out that this was a big thing. 
The Houston Galleria is huge worldwide. People travel the world to come shop there. That's not my bag. That's not what I do. But that's the destination of shopping for Houston people. That's not sort of in my wheelhouse. So I was shocked by that. And when I showed up to do this, what I additionally found out was Lululemon was going to be the first store in the show. So here's this giant stage set up in the center of the mall with tons of people sitting there watching. There's a huge audience. And I thought, ooh, what did I get myself into? Yikes. As they took us backstage and gave us the clothing that had already been fitted to us in a previous fitting, we also heard the order of how people would go out on the stage. And what I found out was that I was going to open the show. Now, an internal part of me panicked. In some circles, I am almost famous for tripping and falling on my face. Like just, I don't even know how to describe this, but I there's some part of me that is natural physical comedian that I can just be very goofy in my body. And it's hysterical. I laugh at it too. So I pictured myself falling down in all the creative ways I've fallen down other places in my life. And that worst case scenario ran through my head, just like I know it runs through yours when you're facing yesing something, something that scares you a little bit, something that's at your growth edge, something where you don't get to know everything that's going to happen. Now, How many of us have these control issues that come out of feeling so out of control as children or feeling so out of control in a dysfunctional relationship? That what we want is just a sense of control. We want to know what's going to happen before it happens, don't we? And a certain amount of that is reasonable to want and reasonable to get. And a certain amount is trying to over control before we ever yes for ourselves. And that makes our lives small. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask them all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? Well, we hear you and we have been there too. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. Who are we? I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist and also co-host of the Unbiased Science podcast. Every day, I'll chat with one or both of your new pediatrician besties, Dr. Dina DiMaggio, a general pediatrician, and Dr. Anthony Porto, a pediatric gastroenterologist. We'll talk about all the things related to our kids' health, from dealing with a colicky infant to navigating puberty in the teenage years. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, now live on all podcast platforms. So here I am in this moment picturing worst-case scenario where I fall off the stage, land on people, and just ruin the entire show, right? Healing is about being able to feel those feelings coming up. They bubble up from within us. And in that moment, I felt that. Thank goodness I had done enough work to be able to feel it, to know how to take care of myself through it. So as I felt those uncomfortable, worst case scenario feelings bubbling up to the surface, I took a deep breath and I asked my gut to quiet. And I let myself know it would be okay no matter what. Even if I tripped, fell on my face, rolled off the stage, landed on top of people, it would be a memorable moment 
that would be the fashion show that no one forgot. And I let that be okay. And that was a stubborn choice. And I know that survivors and HSPs, we don't like to admit it, but we got a lot of stubbornness in us as, as a tribe. And I love stubbornness. I love it. When we get stubborn about what is healthy, when we get stubborn about supporting ourselves, despite how we're feeling, despite having a part of our awareness that just knows so well how to go to worst case scenario, that is a beautiful healing use of that strength of stubbornness that runs within you, that runs within me. So I stubbornly told myself it was going to be okay. And I took a deep breath and I stubbornly told myself it was my job to have fun with this. I wouldn't get a redo of this moment. Now, the really cool part was this was yoga stuff. So that meant I could walk out there barefoot. No four-inch heels, no tripping on a clunky heel, no click clacking or slipping and sliding on a slippery floor. It was like a little gift and it was just the piece that I needed, that my bare feet could be on the floor with my full foot grounded, rooted into the earth. I thought of every tree meditation I've ever done, everyone I've ever spoken out loud to give the visualization to my clients and every single one that had been spoken to me, inside of me, that my psyche knows very, very well and knew back then. So here we go, lining up on the stage. And as the music started, I was supposed to go out on stage and the song that came on was Maroon 5's Moves Like Jagger. And that is a sassy song to strut to. And I let myself feel the beat of that song. And I walked out, terrified, head held high, wondering if I could walk and not cry. Good old HSP empath crying Nikki. And my tears stayed inside. And as I walked, I felt the truth of that sort of strut in the music. And I let it come over me and I let it be fun. And I heard that cheer, which felt like a little gift because I got a little encouragement from that cheer since it was the opening of the show. And I walked that stage all the way to the end and turned all the way back, went down, and then we had to quick change, just like models do in the back, in front of everybody, hurrying up, and we went out again. We get so many invitations to show up for ourselves, to face our fears. Those of you who struggle with addiction and drugs and substance abuse, those of you who struggle with depression, for me, there is no greater feeling than I had backstage. It's the feeling of I was terrified and I did it anyway. Every time I hear that song come on, I smile. It's like a little reminder of how brave I can be. And it's a memory that I get to have for the whole rest of my life. We have no idea what will happen or what we're stepping into when we just yes for ourselves. I hope there's something in this little kooky story of mine about how I yesed myself into something I couldn't have planned, didn't know what I was doing, and I'll never do again. I know that there's something in your life that is just asking you to yes you're scared, you're hesitant. What if you fail? What if you fall on your face? And I want to leave you with, yeah, what if? And what if it's wonderful? What if it shows you how strong you are? 
What if it shows you how brave you are? What if it shows you how willing you are to experience this life, to let go of control and to be in the experience of what can happen, of the interesting moments we find ourselves in that we couldn't plan, we couldn't construct? What if you were to yes yourself into more moments like that? This is often how we figure out more of who we are. Thank you for listening today. Since the beginning of our podcast, y'all have been our amazing marketing team. Y'all are getting this show out to more survivors, more highly sensitive people, more therapists, more healers, more life coaches that are helping other people. There's a huge butterfly effect. And me and my team, me and Chris and Kat, we can only do so much. From our end, this really is something that I thank this audience for doing. When you get on iTunes and give us a review, it keeps us going in those ratings. It helps other people find us. I know everybody's super busy. I appreciate it so much. When you do the work to get on and write a review, other people are finding that. I just want to thank you. If you haven't gotten on to give us a five-star review, please get on and do that. It helps the show tremendously. Those of you who have done that already. I want to thank Miss Mermaid. Miss Mermaid, thank you for sharing that you used to think you were strange and different. I am also strange and different and I'm proud of it. Thank you for sharing yourself. I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but Shay Luport, thank you. I feel down to earth. I'm glad you can feel that coming from me. Uh, you're saying you wish they were a little longer. Some will be, some will be a little shorter trying to serve all of y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your vote of confidence. M. Gabs, you say this has been like EMT for my life. I'm so happy to help you lift weight off of your shoulders. You are not alone. Houston Linz, I want to thank you. You love that they're short. <laughs> I'm glad that you love the short episodes and you could squeeze them in. And it sets the tone for your week. Thank you, thank you for sharing. Paris, M7. Ooh, you make me choke up. <laughs> I believe in you like you believe in us. Thank you. I feel that. It matters. It's not just words that I'm saying. I read all of your reviews. Thank you for the love and the spreading of this healing work. Please take care of yourselves. I hope you yes your way into something amazing because you deserve it. If you want to come share what you have yes, come find us on Instagram. You'll find me at Nikki Eisenhower, and I'd love to hear about how you're yesing in your life. Take care of yourself. I will. I'm an emotional badass. You are an emotional badass. And together, we are where Moxie meets Mindful. Bye-bye. you find it hard to sleep at night then the calm cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long calm cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires 
All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night.